Good morning, everyone. Good morning. We're back. Good morning. We're back. Power Life TV broadcast. Pastor Brian. And Pastor Tasha. Here to give you another great broadcast. It is Tuesday. It's Tuesday. 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 Now be sure you invite your friends and your family to our broadcast today. Yep. It's going to yep. be super good. Share the video. Share the video. Get it out to as many people as you can. Uh, you are a kingdom builder, so help us build. Yep. I uh, I, I was thinking about this before we went on, that mm -hmm. this is probably uh, my joy to bring the word. It's probably the most important enjoyable thing that I do. Uh, and that's to bring the word of God, not just so I could say uh, people are listening to me or I'm preaching, but I love bringing the word of God because it brings change and transformation. Mm -hmm. For those that hear, uh, the Bible says that more will be given to them. Yeah, that's and so, good. And so I, I really, I'm really excited about people hearing this message. I'm excited about giving this message. I'm excited about being with you. And uh, us doing this, to, I love doing life with you. <laughs> I love doing. I, I really do. I, I love doing life with you. Um, I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, God has truly blessed us to to do these things, and and I'm honored that God would even trust us with revelation like He does. Yeah, we. You know, I will say that we get. Um, Fresh manna yep. from heaven. Amen. And I believe that the reason that the Lord has increased the the information and the amount of information and the wisdom that we walk in is not just for us. It's for those who will hear. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I love doing life with you. And I tell you what, Amen. you know, uh, one of the greatest things you can do for your marriage, for your family, even your friendships have purpose. Yeah, that's good. And it's so good that we got under God's plan and God's purpose for yeah. our life. You know, that, uh, you know, this is what increased our happiness. Now we can truly say it, it's not, it's not money. It's not success. It's not even the success of our children that has caused us such joy. It's getting under God's plan and God's purpose. And it's amazing how, when you get about his business, he gets about your, your business. business. That's right. In other words, he That's takes right. care of you as you give uh, importance and weight to his business. Yeah. So we're not going to uh, waste any time. Well, I have here. one thing I want to say. Okay. Though. Yeah. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, we have a Bible college yeah. and I wanted to we I'm starting to put a little stuff and little trinkets on our desk now. So you can probably see our desk and how we have stuff up here. But right now there is a. Um, um fall sign up that we're working on uh we're working on the website updating it uh we're going to uh have our graduation june 26th and that's a saturday uh i mean a sunday it's just a sunday and it's going to be in the evening but i you really should come into our bible college because god will do some things in your life that will that will just just totally wreck how you used to think yeah uh, bible school changes your life it's a reprogramming it, really it is, is a re uh re renewing of the way we should be thinking now that word renew means to go back to the top yeah and and, and when you go back to the top of how you should be thinking uh that's how god thought in the beginning that's how adam thought in the beginning mm. so when you go to a bible college it brings out something that you didn't know was there 
That's the truth. So come come be a part of our Bible college. If you need more information, you can call our number at 281-694-5556, or you can go to our website, which is wpbiblecollege.org. Now, there's some older things on there, and we're working on that, but come be a part of it. I really think you'll enjoy it. Amen? Amen. Now, uh, we are on priorities. Yes. What a great subject. And our our opening scripture, uh, this one came from Jesus's lips. How do we know? Because it's written in red, written red. in right. the Bible. The words of Jesus is written red in red in many Bibles. In Matthew nineteen five through six is a repeat, actually, of Genesis, and we see another repeat of this same verse in Ephesians. So God was trying very hard mm-hmm. to make a point about marriage and family, mm. and what He said is this. Uh, in verse five, Matthew 19 and said, who said, Jesus said, for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave and shall cleave to his wife and the two become one. one flesh so that they are no more two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man put, put asunder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we know that we are living in a world right now where man has decided who should be married and who shouldn't be married, who should be together and who shouldn't be together. But, you know, God says, once I make the call, mm-hmm. don't allow man to come in and recall what I've ordained. Mm-hmm. So now we have yeah. to take a new look at priorities mm-hmm. and whose voice should reign in our lives now. Yeah, I, that's right. Ultimately, that is the question we should be asking ourselves. And you might say, well, Pastor T, you know, you have people in your ministry who have been divorced. What about that? We're not talking about, uh, say, what happened in the past. You have no you know, control over your past. Mm-hmm. You cannot go back and change your, your past. past. Yeah. The only thing you can have the power to change now is your future. Mm-hmm. So now we have to give credence to a better future. Mm-hmm. Anyone who has been divorced can honestly say that they never want to be divorced yeah, that's right. again. Mm-hmm. So how do we yeah. divorce proof our lives? Well, first of all, we're going to go back to the drawing board. And then and then too when you when you talk about people being divorced, like you said nobody wants to be divorced, but I, I believe that everybody goes into the next phase of their life saying, "How can I do this different? How can I do this better? <laughs> uh, help me do this better." You know. Uh so I, I believe it puts you in a very vulnerable place. Mm-hmm. It it turns your vo- it turns your face to God. You know, because maybe Maybe you didn't like the way things happened and you know God was showing you the way to go, but yet you wanted to do it your own way. And now you say, well, okay, God, I heard you now. I took the knock on my head. I heard you now. Let's go forward. Let's go forward. And help me help yeah. me in the next Let's phase of my life. So, so what's the best thing to do? So some of the points we, we made is that the first point is that it is for this cause. For what cause? The cause of marriage and what else? The importance of making the word first place in your life. So first of all, we, yeah. we looked at this word called a zab. We found it in Genesis 2 and 24, mm-hmm. where it talked about for this cause shall a man a zab mm-hmm. or leave. Mm-hmm. 
And so we find that that word azab is a Hebrew word. It means to loosen or relinquish. And right here, before a person is married. That's so good. Yeah. Come on. And for the purpose of starting a new bond. For mm-hmm. what cause? Mm-hmm. For the cause of marriage. For the cause of the new bound uh, bond that God has ordained uh, with a spouse. A man leaves the first and most important relationship in his life, which is the relationship between his father and mother. Mm -hmm. So that was the first point. We're not going to go back and and talk about that. Point number two was that your relationship with your parents is the first relationship that God requires uh, devotion, value, and high esteem. Mm -hmm. The Bible says you must honor, esteem, and value as precious who your parents that's right and then now we're going to talk about today how god has the highest position of importance and priority than any other relationship we have including that of your spouse now uh on on wednesday we taught how god used the pictures of, right. of marriage to show how if we can learn how to depend on each other, mm-hmm. we can learn how to depend on him. That's uh, good. The most important relationship you should have. Now, I say this to everybody that's listening. The most important relationship. I mean, beyond your relationship with your children, your spouse, your mother and your father, the most important relationship of your life is your relationship with Christ. Mm. And if you don't know how to get along with him. Ooh, come on. You know, if you don't know how to get along with God, well... It's going to be hard for you to have a relationship with anybody else. Yes, that's so good. <laughs> you know, it's it's really, you know, and I think a lot of times what we do is we say, I love God. I put God's first place in theory. Right. Now, I really think a lot of people love God. I do too. But I don't think they know how to know God. Yeah. How to honor him. And how, how- to honor him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you, you have a lot of relationships that are compared to to their relationship with God. Well, I didn't have a good father, so I don't know how to let God be my father. Mm. You know, I didn't have a good, I didn't have a good spouse, so I don't know how to let God. I don't know how to be in covenant with God. Mm. But what I always say is, you know what not to do. Mm. So don't repeat that. Yeah. God desires for you to know Him, mm. and God desires for you to want Him. Right. So as you press in and say, God, you know, I, I don't know a whole lot about you, but help me know something. He will meet you at your point of desire. Yes. And so when we talk about honoring God, giving him the position of highest importance, one of the results of giving him the highest, and I want to talk about honor, but I want you to t- talk to us about what does success really look like? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. when we're in yeah. faith right now, we're talking about honoring the Lord and what does it produce and you know why should we do it? And I think what people want to know, first of all, yeah. is what do I get out of it? Mm-hmm. What do I mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. out of honoring God? Yeah. And the Bible talks about the good success. And you were talking about this the other day. How can I be successful in life? What I really want is to be successful Mm -hmm. in life. How do I gain this success? How does prioritizing my relationship with God Mm -hmm. cause me to have success? Yeah, that's that's out of Joshua 1 and 8. And I'm not going to belabor this, but I really think you should just catch this point. He says, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, Mm. but you shall meditate. 
Mm. You should meditate. And we, we, I think we look over that word meditate. Mm-hmm. We glance over it. We gloss over it. The word meditate does not mean that I, I okay, I read it, I look at it, and then, okay, I go about my day. No, meditate right. means I spend time with it. Mm. You know, I, I, I let it roll over and over in my mind. I, I, I ponder it. I think about it. It's like a cow. I chew on it. Yes. You know, and whatever word or whatever thing that I'm, I'm meditating on, that's what I'm becoming close to. So then we find that in the word priority, we're talking about priorities and proper priorities when it comes to marriage, family, and life, really. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that just jumps out at me when I hear you talk is the word time. Mm -hmm. Priorities can only be expressed in In real real terms. Real terms. You might give a person lip service and say, I love you, I love you, I love you. But unless there's some corresponding action, action, a person might not believe those words because they're just words. Mm-hmm. If you love me, show me. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of the ways that you show proper priorities is by using time. time. Mm-hmm. Well, in other words, whatever you put your time and energy into, that's what's really important. Mm-hmm. That's what's really a priority. Mm-hmm. And now in a whole week, you know, you have to look at your life. If in a whole week, you have no room for God, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then what are your, your priorities? priorities? And how can you yeah. have success yeah. Yeah. if your number one relationship of importance is being ignored? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, yeah, and I want to add to what you just said ooh, because because I'm thinking about- Two preachers, boy, yeah, I tell you. But let me add just, just real quickly. Let me give a, give a real life example. When I, when I made you a priority in my life, mm-hmm. I thought about you every day. Mm-hmm. Thought about you all day. Mm-hmm. The the way we became successful in our marriage is that I put you in a place of importance. Yes. And the the way I showed that is it, the way that I showed that I was you were important to me and and this, just hear me now. Mm-hmm. The way that I showed that you were important to me is that I've been thinking about you and as I was thinking about you God was giving me ideas of how to relate to you. How to relate. So then we got to look at that and say how do I relate to God? Yeah, exactly. exactly. How do I get to know him? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, what, what I was about to say is, uh, that God established, first of all, his position of first priority. And we see it in Exodus 34 and 14. It mm-hmm. just screams out at us from that scripture where it says, for thou shalt worship no other God Mm -hmm. for the Lord whose name is jealous is a jealous God. God. Now we often, when we hear that, we think, Oh, you know, jealous, that's a bad thing. But when God Mm -hmm. uses the word jealous as part of his name, he's describing his character. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's letting you know that all jealousies are not bad. Yeah, exactly. First of all, Exactly. His name jealous means that he is intolerant. Now listen to this. This is very important. When he calls himself jealous, he says, I am intolerant of any rivalry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm intolerant of any rivalry. Mm-hmm. That means I'm not going to compete with the things that you think are important mm-hmm. because I'm God. I'm already important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In me mm-hmm. is all importance. Mm-hmm. And we have to see that though. We have to be we have to be made aware of that because 
we don't see God as all important. I, I like to use this word. A lot of times God is not relevant. Mm. You know, he's relevant when we need him for a wedding or we, he's relevant when we need him for a funeral or he's relevant when we need him when we're in a problem or a crisis. But is he relevant to your everyday life? I, 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 I believe that you would get very jealous if I, if I was always, if I was only coming to you for intimacy or sex, but I wasn't coming to you for friendship. Right. Yes. If I was going to other people to f- fulfill that friendship void, right, you would get very jealous mm. because you want all of me, right? And yes, and you desire to be desired. Mm-hmm. So mm. my, my 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 great example in that is that jealousy from God says you can't just have me when you need me. Yes. Yes, absolutely. You know, you can't just have me when you need me. Now, when you need me, I'm going to be there. Right. Because I'm faithful. Right. Look, look at the scripture. Look at the scripture. It says, it says, uh, for thou shalt worship no other God for the Lord whose name is jealous is a jealous God. In other words, he is faithful to what he's prescribed. He's faithful to the covenant that he's established with you. But now, he really wants you to want him. Yes. You see absolutely. what I'm saying? He wants you to want him. He wants you to let him be your God. God needs to be God. Yeah. To you. To you. In order to be God. Yeah. In other words, what God is desiring is that you recognize your dependence on him. Mm-hmm. When we ascribe our dependency to other people mm-hmm. or other That's things. That's it. That's it our other activities, mm-hmm. our other hobbies, or even our jobs. Mm-hmm. Because, And I say jobs because so many people, because they get money mm-hmm. or resources from their job, they tend to put a lot of effort mm-hmm. into that relationship. Mm-hmm. And God is saying that job is not me. Mm-hmm. That job did not wake you up this morning. Mm-hmm. That job is not allowing you to enjoy and have life. You are ascribing to that job what really belongs to me. Mm-hmm. In other words, God is saying, I cannot tolerate yeah. the love and affection that you are pouring onto your job and the lack of dependence you are showing, showing to me. me. Yeah. You know, the book of Hosea really, really exemplifies what God was trying to say about his jealousy. Mm-hmm. His mm-hmm. name being jealous. Mm-hmm. And what the book of Hosea did, Hosea was a prophet and God allowed and, and told Hosea, go marry a prostitute yeah. and a slave. Yeah, yeah. And so Hosea married a woman named Gomer, but he had to go bid on her. Mm-hmm. So he paid an enormous price mm-hmm. for a prostitute who wasn't worth very much. Mm -hmm. And after he paid that enormous price, he took this slave and prostitute, cleaned her up, Mm -hmm. made her a wife, Mm. made her a person of honor. He attached himself to that wife, Mm -hmm. had children with that wife. Mm -hmm. 
and that wife after the husband's faithfulness mm. turned around and went back to prostituting wow. what god what hosea did is took the prostitute cleaned her up again wow. after she went yeah, out that's it that's it and and showed all of her devotion to people and things that she didn't need to show mm-hmm. devotion to. Mm-hmm. And he brought her back into the house. Mm-hmm. And he did this, this book of Hosea, it's a fascinating read. He did this to illustrate his love for his people. Mm-hmm. And really Hosea was a type and shadow of Jesus mm-hmm. taking us off of the auctioning block. We think That's we're so a tent. Yeah. But without Christ, yeah. we're a two. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> if a two. Yeah. And God has taken us through the power of his blood, the resurrection power, mm. and made us a tent. Mm-hmm. Why? Because once Christ got in you, you became a tent because he's a tent. Mm-hmm. Now, for us to go and show our love and devotion and our worship, give all of ourselves to things other than Christ, is to do the same thing that Gomer did to Hosea. Mm-hmm. You, um, you, you, you made a lot of great points. And as you were talking, I was thinking about some, uh, some things about how God is to us. Mm. And what I keep hearing is when, when you and I first got married, there were some things that we wanted to do on our own because we were used to doing it on our own. Right. Um, and so let's say for instance, you would say, you know, open the door. And I say, baby, let me open the door for you. Right. Uh, and I'm, I'm and I'm not just tr- independent. This, this is just not a put down. This is just just let you know how we all are. And and I, I would say to you, trust me to open the door for you. Right. <laughs> trust me to do this for you. Trust me to do that. And then and then you would in return, I'll be trying to do something, figure figure things out. And you go, trust me in this yeah, situation. Yeah, trust me. I got you. Yeah. Uh, let, let, let me help you yeah, in this situation. Yeah. And and it and it, it breaks our heart <laughs> when we see each other struggling. And we know that we are the answer to the other and person's we, problem. And that's how I believe God is with us. Yeah, that's so you good. know, even though it was easy for Goma to go back out there and prostitute. Mm. Prostitution was comfortable for her. It was. It was something she was familiar with. Was, yeah. She didn't have to lean on her husband in order, you know, to bring in uh, finances or to bring in wealth. Right. Uh, she could be, you know, probably in her mind, she felt like she could be a different person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, when she was out there. Mm-hmm. But what she forgot and what we often do with sin is we have rose colored lens on mm-hmm. when it comes to sin. Yeah. We remember all the benefits of sin, mm-hmm. but we forget about the hangover. Yeah. We forget about the broken relationships, the mm-hmm. lost jobs, the lost liberties mm-hmm. that we have. The trauma that the we go. trauma that yeah. goes along with sin. Mm-hmm. She forgot about those men who would use and abuse her and misuse her and would beat her up and leave her for dead. Mm-hmm. You know, she forgot about all of those things in mm-hmm. order to go and chase mm-hmm. what she remembered as a good time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You and know, what was comfortable, to what her. was comfortable, what mm-hmm. was familiar. And God says, listen, I got everything you need in my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I have everything. I am the source of all joy. If you have need of more joy, just come to me. Mm-hmm. I'll give you more. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, uh, Proverbs chapter three, and I think you were going there, but Proverbs chapter three 
talks about trusting the Lord. Honoring. Yes. Yeah. If you just, if you honor him yeah. and you ascribe to him your trust. But it, it starts off with trusting the Lord with all your heart. Yeah. Trusting the Lord with all your heart. Mm -hmm. Well, how do I do that? I don't know. I don't know how to do that. Well, first of all, I got to take some time to get to know you, Lord. Mm -hmm. I have to get to know you. I have to hang out with you. Mm -hmm. You know, we were talking about on Sunday. I got to know his voice. Right. I can hear his voice, but do I know his voice? Right. You know? So how do I trust in the Lord? Spend time with him. Meditate on his word day yes. and night. Yes. You know, go hang out with the Lord. Yes. You know, uh, practice his presence. Just like uh, you and I are so close today. And I, I, I always love equating marriage to our relationship with God. Yes. Because we're close today because we spend time knowing each other. Exactly. And, you know, we're getting it, to know each other. Right. It, right. So the time, the energy, the valuing, yeah. the mm -hmm. holding each, each other in high esteem. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, why does God say, and we find in Proverbs 3, uh, it says, in verse 9. In verse 9. And I like mm. the message translation because we want to know how do we show God that he's first place? Mm -hmm. How do I prioritize my relationship with God? Well, you have to start with honor. Mm. And it says in Proverbs 9, honor God with everything you own. Mm -hmm. How do you honor God with everything you own? Well, one way that we honor God with everything we own is to tithe. But we didn't stop there. Mm hmm when it came to what we called our house, mm -hmm. we said, God, this is your, your house. house. Mm -hmm. So however you want to use your house, mm -hmm. we yield to your voice. Mm -hmm. So what do we do? Wow. We, we have Bible study here. We have church here. But not only that, we take in those whose hearts are broken mm -hmm. and we pour into them mm -hmm. from a place where God's name is honored. honored. That's right. Uh, our vehicle, we use our vehicle to transport people to hear the word, to enjoy the word. But not only that, you know, the Lord may lead us to bring a person to the doctor mm -hmm. or to do something kind for a person. This is not our car. This is his car. So it says, honor God with everything oh, you God. own. So now listen to this. It says, give him the first mm -hmm. And the best. Mm -hmm. In other words, the best part of everything we have belongs to God. Mm -hmm. So for me to devote my time and energy, even to my husband above my time with God, yeah. is to devote and ascribe what belongs to, to God mm -hmm. to somebody else. That's right. Come on. If I'm giving God my first and best, then I have to do it in real terms. Mm -hmm. I can't just say, Lord, I love you, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to go out like Gomer did mm -hmm. and give what belongs to my husband to somebody else. Mm -hmm. No, I'm going to give to God what belongs to him That's so good. first. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to give the best of myself to somebody else like Gomer did. Yeah, I'm going to give the best of myself mm -hmm. to God. You know, uh, as we close, I was just thinking about this. It's very easy to get some uh, getting some starting power. Mm. But do you have staying power? Wow. Because, see, Gomer was very excited to be married to Hosea. Very excited. She was. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, like, at least somebody loves me. Somebody cares about me. You know, what kind of love is this that would take me a prostitute and clean me up and make me his wife? Why would he let somebody like me be his yeah, wife, be yeah. the mother of his children? Yeah. But here's what happens. I believe that our past brings guilt. 
So it, it, we have starting power, but we don't have staying power. Yeah. And you can't go back to your past and how you used to be and the, the screw up you used to be and how, you know, even in a relationship with you, I cannot, I cannot be afraid to be loved by you. Right. You know, I remember a time when you and I were, were doing something and I was, I was doing something and you grabbed me, you held onto me and I like pulled away from me. You said, no, you, you said, let me love you. Mm-hmm. Let me love you. And the problem is, is that I saw in myself that I'm not good enough for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not good enough for this kind of love. You see, and I never thought like that. Yeah. And God never, thinks God never like thinks that. like that. He never thinks like that. Yeah. But, but what we do is we have to learn to just stick with them even through our feelings. That's right. Stick with them even through our pain. Stick yes. with them even through our trauma. Yes. Because our trauma is always trying to be that competing voice drawing yeah. us yep. back. And guess how Goma was? <laughs> she kept going back to her old ways of doing things because of what was comfortable. We just said well, it earlier. It had a drawing power. It had a drawing power. And we have to recognize that all sin has a drawing power. Be mindful of what you're drawn to. Yeah, that's right. Come on. Be mindful of what you're drawn to, especially if it's drawing you away from Christ. Be mindful of what you're yeah. drawn to. And so if it's drawing you away from Christ, then so who ordained it? Yeah, yeah. Where did it come from? Right. That word honor, we find it in the word. And it says, ignore the word and suffer. Mm. Listen, this is Proverbs 13 and 13 in the message. Ignore the word, mm-hmm. the word, what word? The word of God mm-hmm. and suffer. But honor God's commands and grow rich. So God is saying this, as you give attention in first place and priority to me, all I'm going to do is shower you with more. That's good. That's good. Hey, we got to stop. Our time is up. We love you. (laughs) God bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The The Lord Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus is Lord. And And he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. See you next time. See you next time. Love you.